So cor- cor- correct me if I'm wrong, you were a women's and gender studies major. Yes, in undergrad, I was a women's and gender studies major, and it was great. So you examined the texts or quote-unquote texts. The texts. What we talk about when we talk about quote-unquote texts. Or viewing something through a so-and-so lens. or yes, taking a, a new lens. Well, I, Envisioning I, I, a new yeah, yeah, perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going we're gonna to get to that. So, like, but one thing I'm, I find so interesting is that, like, oh, what's, like, there's, like, philosophical terms people use, like, using a so-and-so critique like Ooh, to view yes. like this this yeah. like looking Praxis. like yeah 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 so like we're gonna look at the French Revolution but through a feminist critique yes. or through a so and so critique critical queer critique yes yeah, yeah like that notion of like I don't know anything about like discourse and critiques because mm. I was a like, child development and theater majors like, you know you just pretend just, like, like you do was most of it in my <laughs> class you're like oh yes let's bring this like through um, a black woman's like critique of how like oh okay like, yeah let's uh, I took one course and they used the term womanist a lot and I pretended yeah. like I knew because I didn't want to be like not woke yes but I don't know what that means yeah I think it means like like black women yes like a, which is like, what I thought but yeah. I was like okay oh I had to google that recently so don't it's not like I have always known that <laughs> and you're like my woke barometer yeah, yeah. you are one of the do you have that in your life like I have there's several people in my life who I am friends with follow on social media all the kind of stuff where I'm yeah. like okay this person is like my like barometer or wokeness or like they're the people who I trust to be like on the cutting edge of new discourse and new ideas so like oh they're saying something about something okay I'm gonna listen up like absolutely yes yeah or like oh they're posting about like something new on on Instagram some like shitty thing someone said like oh I gotta listen up because they're they're tuned in to why this is wrong exactly and my like white cisgendered privileged male thing is like oh things are going okay you know (laughs) right I mean like the world's falling apart but like but, like, otherwise, yeah. yeah. like, right, we're, we're good. And so, like, I know it's, like, on me to do the research, but, like, it's sometimes it's hard to even know what questions to even ask, and so it's helpful. Oh, for sure. So you're one of those barometers. Hey, help you know. I like that. <laughs> I like that. The degree wasn't for nothing, Mom. You hear that? <laughs> Uh, huh. I, had, I so, had a lot of fun. I wrote a. I was like the first person in, in the in that department to write an honors thesis. Nice. Um, uh, and it was it was a lot of fun. I, I had a good time in that major. What was your honors thesis? Um, I and then wrote we create about, our own separate honors thesis. Yeah. For our activity, um, fun cold open game. It was about what? Um, oh my gosh! Let's see if I can summarize. <laughs> Did it have like a million colons? Um, it had so one colon. So, oh, of course. It had at least one colon. Wait. I mean, by the way, I will say that like that like insanely long title is also a theme in speech pathology, and we we yeah. made fun of it in grad school. Where I went to grad school, they have like a little like like roast where like all of the second year grad students like, kind of like make fun of faculty and whatever, and we had like a pretend like uh, like case conference ground rounds, and like the I, like I gave a lecture that was like. The so-and-so analysis of language fundamentals, colon, the a meta-analysis of post-something-something literature, yep. colon. Oh, no. The SLP's role, colon. No. Within school-based low-income. Like, it was like That's a million. That's too like, much. But, like, it was a joke. Like, because uh, you see those where it's yeah. like, it's someone's like a dissertation is, yes. I read these titles of, of d- d- dissertations, yeah. and I'm like, what? <laughs> yes. Okay, so I pulled up my resume because I wanted to read you. Oh, my, hell yeah. The title of my thesis actually explains what it's about. So it's called, quote, college is a good look, colon, how hip hop can influence the way young black men view higher education. Wow. So I read, I talked about, 
Um, is that a quote? College is a good look. Is that a College quote? is a good look. Is, is a quote. Yeah, it's from a J Cole song, I believe. Oh, cool. Um, so I I examined hip hop and rap songs from the last like ten to fifteen years that spoke about higher education or success in one way or another. So I talked about like the college dropout, like Kanye West college dropout, J Cole who um, like did go to college, like talked about college a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I talked about sort of like the influence of like what success means to black men in America yeah. and like. If that if that includes or doesn't include higher education and what that means, so you touched a lot on HBCUs and their role and their current influence, all that. I did talk about HBCUs a little bit, yes, um, but it was more about like what what it was like more about like what the media says is cool about college. Like, yeah. is is college cool in the media yeah. that that black men like um, take yeah. in? Is college one of those yeah, things? Yeah, people yeah, are like, yeah. hey, you should go. Yeah, the way it's portrayed generally, that's something that yeah. that's being accessed as a positive. Or like yeah. the way it's being portrayed, it's like this doesn't seem appealing at all. Yeah, right. That's exactly. interesting. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. I know. Um, so we're going to create our new thesis today. So you yes. posted this like on Instagram. It's some meme. I can't remember where we <laughs> found it originally, but I, know, I found some, it. Some woke uh, Instagram I Exactly. Follow. So it's basically like there's that for everything. There's like what's your like, like if you were God, like protector of so-and-so it's, it's like these kind of things where it's basically like your first name yeah. and then like the day you were born like all those correspond to a thing like yes. you build your own things so like, like yeah it's like a mimhadlib-esque thing yeah so this is what is the title of your gender studies thesis which i loved <laughs> that you posted that and like mine is so like insane yeah what's and yours? yeah so so what we're gonna do is we're gonna play we're gonna each say what ours are yeah and then we're gonna like do a minute or two of like def- like what actually you would be writing about like, what's oh, the topic? Okay. Like, what is your thesis? So this is your title yeah. thesis, and, like, what is it about? Okay. So basically, the first one is the first letter of your first name, the first letter of your last name. Um, so, you guys, you're going to learn more information. You're going to learn what the first letter Ooh. of our last names are. <laughs> uh, your birth month, mm-hmm. you, the date of your birth, and then the color of your shirt. Ooh, so mm. mine's going to change, actually. Yeah, mine's going to change, well, too. Well, it actually might not, because I wear a lot of blue shirts. So this <laughs> might be the sum. I should have changed. <laughs> um so it might not change, actually. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I, I don't even remember. So basically, um, and the date of birth ones are like 1 to 3, 4 to 6. So there's like windows. There aren't 31 different options, which yeah, makes sense. I wish. Okay. So um, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Sure. Okay. Um, okay. So mine is, first of all, first thing, building. Yeah. M is building. Oppression. Well, I guess we, we don't have to say what, what, what our initials are. But yeah, I guess we don't. If you want to find it, and you, yeah, it we'll, we'll share this uh, this thing. I guess. Yeah. Um, okay, so building oppression colon shaping the gendered uh, sexuality. Building oppression colon. colon shaping the gendered sexuality. The gendered sexuality. I love shaping the gendered sexuality. Okay, so so. Sell so, me on this. Building oppression, building oppression, shaping. Well, of course, as we all know, the gendered sexuality is obviously that one sexuality that uh, is the rarest of all sexualities that happens to be particularly gendered. Um, you know, it's it's you know, it's not the it's not your heterosexual, it's not your homosexual. It's that that one wild card one oh, that is wow. only for the gendered body. Um, I'm making this up. No, great, great. <laughs> and um, in the ways in which society of today and yesterday uh-huh. builds oppression towards those yeah. of this gendered sexuality. Unpacking that a bit mm-hmm. is what this thesis gets into 
And over the next 160 pages, <laughs> I will... <laughs> 4,000 footnotes. Yes, yes. You really did the work. I really, you know, I did the capital W work. Exactly. And a year um, is, is a text, capital T, or lowercase t, text. Is it a text, or is it a text? It's a, you know what, in the in the vein of Audre Lorde, it is a lowercase t text. Mm. Um, so, so no, no, this is not your typical patriar- patriarchal, hierarchal, capital T text. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I just ate a Starburst off your desk. <laughs> and then I went, I'm recording a podcast right now. Right. Why am I eating a Starburst? Hey, I wasn't going to judge or stop you. I figured, I'm just making right. choices. It's Sunday. <laughs> this is like a, not our usual recording time. I feel like the, the shows when we're not recording at our usual, like, yeah. middle of the day on Saturday recording times, like, there's a kind of a little vibe, different vibe there's to a, it. Ooh, so yeah, it's, the shakiness. You know, but this is good. This is keeping off the Sunday scaries. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Big time. Oh, don't um, remind me. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Okay, so for mine. Yes. All right. Um, so, Jay. So, imagine... No, no. It's not imagining. It's imaging, which I don't even know what that means. Imaging. Maybe it meant to be... No, because A is imagining. So, I no, guess, yeah. No, it's imaging. imaging. So, we're just... It's imaging. Uh, like photographs? In, we're like magnet... You know, like MRIs, oh, magnetic yeah. resonance okay. imaging. So it's just oh, imaging. So I we're like imaging that. something. Okay, great. I like that. Imaging oppression. Mm-hmm. We have the same last we, initial. We do. Imaging oppression. Okay, imaging oppression, colon. Examining, examining a new, and I'm wearing a blue shirt. What the hell is that? Examining a new future. Ooh, imaging oppression. Imaging oppression. Examining a new future. Oh. Okay, so so what I this like is, this. yeah. Okay, so imaging oppression. So imaging oppression basically means like sometimes oppression is so systemic and it is so hardwired into the way we go through mm. our days, we don't even understand what it is. So imaging mm. oppression means we're basically kind of putting a face to it. We're we're mm-hmm. we're we're looking at it. We're scanning it. We're looking at our society right now and saying, okay, this is what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so this, yeah, colon imaging oppression examining yep. a new future. So the only way to actually radically think about a, a new social future, social justice, actually something radically different than what we have now. The, the true status quo is actually to to really take a full scan, a full 3D scan of what, mm. of all the different angles of oppression. Mm-hmm. Only then can we actually examine and create a new mm-hmm. future. Yes. But that would truly be a new future That's and right. not just another repackaging of what we've been doing for a the past sonogra- millennia. A sonogram of society. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. A full CT scan, That's MRI right. of, of what we got angle. going on. Yeah. That's deep. I That's wish deep. I was where. See, the, the color of your shirt's the one which is fun. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, it can change up. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this was a... Um, but I was wearing a blue shirt both times, so it's been this one. But I, I swear I didn't pre-plan this. I was wearing <laughs> a gray one last time. Um... Which was homosexuality. So it wasn't all that far off from yeah, what so I said in the first place. Sexual. Imaging oppression, examining a new, and let's see, what I was wearing yesterday was a pink shirt. Examining a new state. Ooh, interesting. Ooh. <laughs> examining a new state. And so, so there yeah. it's not like state as in like nation state, it's more like state of being. State of being. Okay, see, yeah. I was thinking nation state. Um, so we'll we'll share this uh, this little photo or something on uh, yeah it's fun on Twitter um, and if anyone knows the like 
date of birth of like Will Graham or Hannibal Lecter. Like, let's yeah. fucking get let's after it. Let's find out it. what their thesis is. Exactly. Like, like, let's fucking get after that. I know. I thought I thought that's where you were going when I was thinking. Wait, I don't think. Well, I know that Hannibal's an Aquarius, but that doesn't that narrows it down some a bit. Some. For we us. still need to know like month and date. Yeah. Within a three day window. Exactly. I'm sure it's um it's somewhere. In it's the world. somewhere. I would love to know just so we can be like, boom. Is there anyone with like, oh by the way, happy birthday, Alana, and they just like walk away. I bet Will is a Pisces. He's got that weird, like, super uh, empathetic, like, vibe to him. Okay. Um, wow, that's... That was fun. That's fun. <laughs> oh, my I did gosh. not do an honors thesis. No. No, I, mean, I said, fuck no, I don't want I to I don't do know that. if mine was worth it. My, I mean, it was fun, but I was under so much pressure. That my la- And that was in my last semester. <sighs> I was so fucking busy and... It, and it didn't, it, and I'm like such a, you know, I wanted it to be right and like, not perfect, but as close to perfect as, as, as I could get it when I finished it. And I knew that it wasn't, and I was so mad at myself yeah. for like, I, you know, it was done and I passed and it was fine, but I was, uh, it could have been longer. It could have been better. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't feel a need to, and there wasn't a question that was calling me and it wasn't yeah. the, I, I don't know. I just never did. And I didn't do one in grad school either. Like you told totally it could in my master's program. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, no. Yeah. I just said no, none, no. I kind of wish I would <laughs> I have done a thesis. Our my master's program did a, did comp exams, so yeah. I just had. We didn't have that either. Yeah. We oh, had did whole, you have anything? <laughs> no. Well, well, we well all the coursework, and then it was very clinically focused. Oh, so you had your okay. every semester you had at least one clinical placement as oh, well okay. as like an externship, and okay. that, that that's the stuff I gave a shit it. about. Sure, sure. Like being a really really good clinician. So like I was like fuck research, fuck a thesis. I don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. So and that's maintained. Yeah. People are like, you don't get your PhD, and I'm like. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You don't need it to, I mean, do you need mm, it to, nope. like, climb the ladder? Absolutely not. Really? No. Uh, unless I want to be a research professor. Right. Which sure, I have sure. no interest in being. Sure. Like, trying to apply for NIH grants and running a lab and doing oh, publishing. Yeah, no thanks. No way. Nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. See, in my world, I th- I have to have, like, an ED or PhD or something well, to I, get. Well, I have to have an MS which, or an MA, which I have. Yeah. So I'm good. No, you're fine. Oh, I'm that that must be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. And like, yeah, I, I nice. am so, like, so averse to any kind of administrative work. Like, nothing, mm. like, it's really funny. Like, and I might have mentioned this before in this episode, so, so apologies. But like, how the job that I do both plays so intimately to my strengths and also like really pokes at my weaknesses, both personality-wise and just like mm. thought-wise. And mm. so it's weird push-pull I have weekly, daily even, where I'm like, oh, I hate this. And then I'm like... Okay, I'm interested by this. Oh right, boom! This is I'm I'm locking up this person. It's always like the person to person stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. Connects with me, and any kind of like, okay, you got to fill this form out or do this paperwork, or you need to actually write your goals this way. I'm like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, see, I've become so deeply like a bureaucrat in this role, <laughs> um, and and I resent that honestly. So, uh, like, as we're sitting in my office, I'm like surrounded by all the paperwork that I have to do, and like that I've that I have created for myself. I literally created this form that I'm making students fill out and hand back to me. Do you like call it like the ILA? Like, do you like yeah. do you like? I love you. Gotta be like the DMV. Like, actually, you'll need a PPS seven. This is a yes. six. Yeah, that's when I hate so. myself the most. Whenever students come in, they're like, "Oh, here's this form. Like, I'd like to audit audit a class." And I'm like, "Oh, actually, you need this audit form. It has to be signed by this person and this person. And then you bring it to this office, and they're like, and is it me? Like, you? I just try. I'm trying to do one simple thing. Yeah. And is it the total thing where like, have you ever been like, okay? I'm vibing, I'm in a good mood or whatever. And so like, we're going to, I'm going to help you out here. But like, this is the form I'm going to print it out for you. Don't worry. And other folks here are like, 
Go find it yourself. <laughs> on, a, on a daily basis. <laughs> I, one student can come in and be like, hey, no, no worries. I'll take this form. No, no, you don't have a signature? That's all right. I'll, I'll process it. No thing. Yeah, and yeah. then the next student that comes in, they're like, oh, I don't have my signature. I'm like, then you better turn around and, and go find it. It's all about attitude. It's it all is. about how it, they come it's in. It's just about where I am in my mind. Like if I just gotten some stupid email and maybe that puts me in a bad mood. And then it's, I understand it's completely unfair. And I try my best to like stay as like equalized as I can. It's impossible. But it's so hard. Well, and also what I mentioned is both your attitude, but also the pe- people who are coming in. If someone's oh, like, hey, I need the new, I need a new whatever. Yes. And you're like, okay, fuck you. Like, yes. I don't owe you anything. It's your, it's your responsibility. Yeah. But if someone's like, hey, oh, I'm sorry, I, I thought this was a form. And like, they're like, they just yeah. seem to me like making some kind of an effort and like genuinely oh, like mixed the up time. the forms or whatever. Oh, absolutely. No, you're right. That, that is a big part of it too. Cause there's a, there's a, our school has been known to be um, to, to house a few entitled um, students from time to time. No. No. <laughs> no. And so, yeah, if you approach someone with that sort of like, oh, I need this done, or like, oh, here's the form, like, bye, then, yeah, people are going to be less inclined to help you out. Of course. Ugh. Like, fuck you. Like, you don't deserve me to do my work more no, for you. Yeah. No, no. All right, Jackie. Okie dokie. Let's dive in, but but first, welcome to. back to the welcome back to the welcome to. <laughs> I tried, I tried. That was good to the ethical, ethical butcher. Once we get to the butchers, we now. I think never know. All the the whales come off, and we never know what's going to happen. Everyone shut down their phone. Everyone, Everyone who was, was listening like, to this podcast was fuck like, this. "No, they go, oh, gone. like no." There's one person in the world who's like, "Primavera." That's my favorite episode. My, I'm going to yeah, listen to this I one without listening. Wait. I'm going to listen to this, this podcast without listening to anything else, and they just left. Yep. And also, if this is your favorite episode, I have questions. I have questions for you <laughs> and about you and for your therapist. I have serious questions <laughs> about like what you like when it comes to story plotting. Mm. Um, Lighting, yeah. you yeah, lighting, um, and maybe just a writing. Uh, writing. <laughs> I honestly had a moment when I was like, "Am I just an idiot? Like, what's the blood river later?" Like, I was like, "Am I so?" I was like, "No." I'm down for metaphors, but the, but the, there's moments in this show when like, and this is me showing my ass is like a dumb dumb. But when I'm like, okay, I get the Raven's deck. I'm like, it took me a while because I'm because yes. it's not that much We've of a dumb dumb. We fucked that up like two or three times. Fucked it up, but, but then there's like, okay, it's bad. And then there's like the weird, and there's like other stuff. And I'm like, well, okay, I, I'm in for surreal stuff for the sake of surreal stuff. Yeah. But this is, I'm like, there's something I'm like, what's the message? Like, what's the like? No, I don't. What's think the that's, design? I don't, I don't know. It, like, and, like, am and, I stupid? No, no, no. Of course, and well, and of course, we'll get to it. But no, I, I think it's you feel stupid because we've watched this whole show up to this point, and everything has been very light-handedly handed to you. There's been, yeah. like, metaphors that are, that are beautiful. A lot of show don't tell. A lot, I mean, it, it, character development, like, it, everything. And this episode has been the first one where I'm like, why am I being hit across the face yeah, with it's, this imagery? No, totally. And this it's, story. It's both. It's funny, like, and we'll get into it, but it's both. This episode is it's almost like both extremes. Like, I'm yeah. down for metaphor. I'm down. Like, I'm especially down with show does great, which is show don't tell. Let's fill you in based on showing you things, not just, like, recapping you with like exposition dumps like someone like telling you what happened we're right. gonna see it which this episode does yeah but it also has like with this weird surreal metaphors that I'm like okay um okay what's happening right now yeah. like what's the meaning of this what's the meaning of this what's the and then there's also like exposition but that is just tell don't tell yeah that like tell don't show that then like is just feels very heavy-handed to, to like Let's get to, the, like, we have a point we, we, we have to get to. 
And right. I think this has been our problem with other episodes in the past. I know there's one in season two where it's like, we had to end up with Will getting, like, a mistrial or whatever. Right. So, like, we have our endpoint story-wise. Yeah. So let's try and, like, connect to where we need we have to be. By, by the end of episode two, we have to be here. Right. Okay, well, let's get there. Yeah. And sometimes that works, and sometimes I'm like, we're just kind of, like, logging the steps. Right. Yeah. So I think I, for all of those reasons, I think it's because I, I felt the same too. I'm like, am I like, what is wrong with me today? But I think it's just that like, yeah, this was just a different sort of episode. And, um, and I had lots of high points. Like, I don't want to be like, we're going to kind of like, we're probably we're going to no. drag this episode more than most. Yeah. But I feel like we're going to come at it from like a point of like, crit- like we're asking like, this is some, from a feminist critique. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is like, but just the critique we're going to look at it from is just like, just some questions. And it's very different. Season well, three has already proved itself to be, like, a drastic change. Drastically different. Which is not a bad thing. I think shows should kind of make big changes. Otherwise, it's just more of the same. Well, and that reminds me of the email that we got. Um, this were a series of emails um, from our good friend, Anne. Anne. And it's added again with the gems. Send us emails. We love mm, you, mm, Anne. Mm. Keep sending mm-hmm. emails with all mm-hmm. those gems. We okay. That's basically mm-hmm. okay. Great. Um, so, and she mentioned that uh, I'm trying to find exactly where it is. That oh, okay. Uh, Fuller said that he wanted Hannibal to be like a pretentious art house film, um, and it's a shame because it the season three picks up. It, she it, according to Anne in in episode five. Um, and so we can sort of get that like art housey feel. That's why it feels so different. I feel like because yeah. it's finally that like weird like what's happening. This feels so oddly different from everything else in this season because I guess maybe that vision that Fuller had is like coming to fruition now. I guess or because of where we are story wise, like Hannibal's now flown the coop, the, the yeah. jigs up. There's no more like yes, yeah, so, so we can have that. But I think what made the first two seasons so beautiful and what then lakes it later is that like. You're able to have this art house, this like this like operatic mm-hmm. uh, artistry to it, while having this not procedural, not criminal mind, but like having a little bit of that world kind mm-hmm. of ground it, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. like it's grounded by the Jack Crawford and the exactly. bad guy and the crime scene, right. and yet you're able to also then branch out from that right. foundation to have this really interesting. complex Mm -hmm. story of these two men who are just engaged in this relationship and it's complicated. All of this. It's gorgeous and you're able to do all this and yet it kind of grounds it to the world. Well, right. In this episode and we'll we'll get there but there was a moment where I was like is this like a lost situation where everyone's been dead this whole time? This is a Jacob's Ladder scenario. Is this a Jacob's Ladder scenario? Yeah. Where this is just in the the moments before you pass on to the astral realm This is all just like yeah. happening. Gary Jacobs actually kills Will in the kitchen. Yeah, and the rest of it's just a fevered, like dying. You know, like. Right. I, so, <laughs> and, and I and it wasn't like ooh. I was like, oh, what is happening? Um, so anyway, um, but I do want to. I do want to move on to our housekeeping, and then onto our yes. rolodex, and then we get on to the good stuff. So, yes. when is it? When we do the title of the episode? Is it now? I'm blanking on the primavera. Oh, that yeah. What does a primavera mean? Um, we can do it now. Okay, go for it. Primavera. <laughs> oh, my favorite. Um, what's it called? What is a? <laughs> my I don't know. Brain has stopped working. Um, chorus. My favorite chorus. Chorus. 
a primavera is whenever you you go out into your local forest mm -hmm. um, and you're foraging. Your for, local forest. Your local guys, forest. Guys, guys, support your local forests. <laughs> Don't buy the Amazon forest. Support your local forest. Uh, <laughs> you go out to your closest local forest. <laughs> Um, and you, you go foraging for those local forest berries, all right? You collect the berries, you put them into um, a small container. I thought you were going to say cornucopia again. I was I, like, we already did you it. You know what? We already did the cornucopia. No, no, no. That was last course, and it was delicious. <laughs> you put the berries into a small container. You fill up the container with, oh, no, you know, just s some more local milks. Um, some goat, some goat milks, perhaps, and some cow milks, or interesting if, use of the plural there. Or, <laughs> well, you're gonna want to go for multiple cows and multiple goats. So it's the milks mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the cows and the goats. Got it. Yeah, got it. You fill it up. You let that marinate Great. overnight. Great. You're gonna want to do it for at least eight hours. You Great. cannot open that jar mm. any earlier than you that. Let it ferment. That's right. So you, then you open it up, you put it in a bowl, it's like cereal, you just scoop it you right scoop in. You scoop it, and that's primavera. That's you're right, it. you're right. It also is, so it's interesting. So like, we know about pasta primavera. Yeah. And like, you'll see that like occasionally, like like the, the course, or like like primi, like which yeah. is not primavera. Olive so Garden. Primavera means spring. It's Italian word for spring. Mm -hmm. So I found this on Hannibal Wiki. So it's, it's, this is the only, the second episode after Kaiseki to have the episode title mentioned in dialogue, although, um, oh. I'm pretty sure. Actually, no, no, he does say Kaiseki. He also says um, Mukozuke in the Kaiseki yes. episode. Yes. But, but yeah. So in this case, the, the title refers both to the style of preparing pasta popularized in the 70s, which is pasta vera, like the vegetables, yes. which is actually an, Italian, an American Italian invention. And um, it involves the 15th century Botticelli painting of the same name, uh -huh, which, which he says, he says right. in the thing. So that's where, where that comes in. I mean, that could also be right, but I'm skeptical. <laughs> I think what I said is right. I think when you're right. Um, okay, so back to our good friend Anne's email. This is our housekeeping. We yes. had a lot of questions from the last episode. I mean, we I think we were in shock with season three. We had a lot of just things that were raised. Um, and so Anne helped clear some of those up. Annabelle's money, as many of you were probably screaming at your podcast as we were like, hello, how's he get his money? <laughs> um, <laughs> Annabelle's money in the books, he charmed rich elderly patients into signing over their estates. So okay. he's like, he's like the guy from the producers. He's like seducing old ladies yes. to get money. Yes, it's like a, a Medicare fraud or something. <laughs> he's taking their Medicare checks. Yeah. Like um, dirty rotten scoundrels. <laughs> Uh, the motorcycle jacket thing was a nod to Hannibal Rising, which apparently Fanables really wanted to see happen. Fuck yeah. Um, and it, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, clearly it turned out great. Um, Hannibal bashing, she called him Scarf Dad, which I love. I uh, love, Dr. Fell. I love calling, no, it wasn't Dr. Fell, it was Anthony Dimond was Scarf Dad. Oh, right, 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 I'm sorry. Um, Scarf Dad over the head with the Aristotle bust was a, t a nod to the talented Mr. Ripley. Ripley did that to, yeah. um to R.I.P. Philip Seymour Hoffman's Which I forgot character. that it was Aristotle. I love that movie. I adore that movie. That movie makes me want to go in a time machine, like hang out in Roma Americano, in the 50s. No, 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 soda. <laughs> Roma. We're going to Roma. I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to go to Roma in the 50s. Yes. I want to go to Roma in the 60s. Uh, that's like pure tension, them on that boat, oh, out in the sea. So good. Uh, okay. Poor and... Gwyneth Paltrow, just like dragged to them. <laughs> 
In every in seven in this movie, she's like, like the worst. Um, and then in Iron Man, she's just like Iron Pepper Man. Pot, one of the most thankless characters. Well, I guess she gets some cool stuff in in Endgame. Whatever. Um, I also I'm so mad that we didn't mention this, but I did love Delia's. Um, Anne calls it the Austin Powers moment when Delia is holding the whiskey glass in the exact yes, right position yes, to yes, cover up. Yes, to cover up his dong. Dong, <laughs> dong, junk, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, oh, we loved this bit that Jillian Anderson, because we were like, I wonder what it was like dancing with mess, like mm -hmm. him being that like professional dancer. Um, and apparently Jillian Anderson bet said that her feet like barely hit the floor when which, they were which dancing. I love, which I love. I love that. <laughs> Just with, the like, thought of the him, dress like, she was wearing and he met like, don't worry about absolutely. it. We're not going to like it's waist up coverage. Like the Yeah. Just heaving her around the yeah. <laughs> dance floor. Yeah. Um, which also in a way kind of works character wise. Like she's yeah. just like she's this like. You know, kind of like there against her will, but may she, but is she kind of complicit? But is she kind of like mm. drugged because she's like uh, do it fairly <laughs> blunky? Like uh, no, we know that's just how she speaks. Like, so I'm like, so she's like in this like weird state of like yeah. I don't know what I'm doing to myself. Like, is it my own choices? And so yeah. like it kind of works that he's like we're gonna dance now. And she's yeah, like, I guess we're dancing go. now. Right. <laughs> funny um zachary quinto of course we were like so that shocked by that absolutely blew our minds and of course he um later on has a speaking part so he was brought in can't wait for that moment can't wait can't Lo wait love you quinto. quinto head what's yeah. he been in recently um he was in oh recently skyler he was great. And Heroes. He was Skyler in Heroes. Oh, I didn't watch that Heroes. was his like big like big for one of his big first things so right that's how they that's how fuller knows him um Oh, recently, I don't know what, what. After Star Trek, he was in that that show, The Slap, right? Oh my God, that fucking show! <laughs> right. Um, now that I've like been to kids' birthday parties, I like literally imagine The Slap because it's like yes. the kids' birthday party, and, like someone slaps someone else's kid, and, like that's like resonates yes. throughout. Like it's amazing. I whenever I see Quinto, I can only see him as his character in the first season of American Horror Story. I gotta watch American Horror Story. Yeah, man. it's yeah. like it's been creeping up. My like must watch list like it's coming up. It's gonna yes. be soon. And the new season just started. Nineteen eighty four. It looks wild. It is so good so far. It actually. looks wild. I gotta watch it. Um. Okay. So and then and we were talking about like oh I wonder whenever Fuller knew that that the show was gonna get canceled and like if this was written before or after that and apparently it was around episode five. Um, that's when it was announced that the show was getting canceled, and then they bumped it to. I remember when they bumped it to a different time slot, and I thought it moved this to is like a terrible it moved to like Friday night, Friday like ten p.m. Right? Nine, yeah, yeah. Which yes. is like no one's gonna watch that. Yeah. I, I mean, I fucking watched it, but I was like, yeah, no one else is watching yeah. it at this time period. Yeah. This is like the period of death. It is like Friday nights, like 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 it's Thursday and Sunday are the two primo spots yes. for for prestige TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like Friday night is like the shittiest of the shitty spots. Yes. So so thank you for all of that info and you the best. Yeah, you the best. All right, let's Rolodex some motherfuckers. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, I got someone. Do you got someone? Uh, yeah, go for it. I gotta pull up the names. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so uh, last night I went to uh, a concert at a local venue here. <laughs> you don't want to plug, you know? Oh, <laughs> no, you're not gonna. Okay, great. It's it's a person who works at the venue. Um, I will say that it was a Charlie XCX concert, so I guess you can like figure it out, like where I went. But um, Charlie XCX, it was dope. Are any of you guys Charlie XCX fans? Because she put on a fucking amazing no. show. You don't know who Charlie XCX is? Nope. Um, I love it. I don't care. Oh, yeah. That song. I push my shit. That's who that is? Yeah. I thought that was somebody else. Charlie S E X. X C X. X. Oh, okay. 
cool. Yeah, and she just released a new album. It's really great. So anyway, I had a great time at the show. Before the show, um, I went to the restroom, and this venue has, like, bathroom attendants in it. Oh, weird. And um, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I just get in there and do my thing and leave. But I walked in, and there was a group of girls in there, and um, one of the girls was a trans woman, and, I mean, they admitted as as such. They, they, they said they were. Um, and there was some sort of confrontation going on between oh. this group of girls and the attendant oh. and the because the attendant had had read them as male uh-huh. and was like oh like i don't mind if y'all are in here but like oh if security knows that that you're in here then like oh, no. oh you guys get in trouble and the girls were all like oh, what are no. you talking about like she's my friend like she's on estrogen like it's fine like what do you what do you mean like if secure she goes they were like are you gonna call security she goes oh well i don't know like if security finds out and i was like what the fuck what <laughs> what is happening and so this lady like walks out of the bathroom and like calls security and like brings security in the fucking bathroom attendant yes fuck this bitch. right i was like wait you could have just done nothing like these people are just in there to use the restroom like use the restroom do their thing and it's not like they were causing a she mess she had a crisis of conscience she's like i have to do something oh i have to right and i heard her on the phone with security and they were like oh it's happened again like can you come in here and like blah 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 and i was like what is Uh-oh. like where am i but to have an uprising you should right. have been like everybody listen up i, I was like and, i like, don't turn know what the to world against this do bathroom attendant. in here i i was so i i didn't say anything and i, I feel badly about that i i should have like said something to him but been like shut the like leave leave these people it's really alone. hard to speak up in those situations yeah like, a bystander. yeah yeah exactly because i also couldn't tell it like wasn't clear that she was going to call security she was like oh well it like if security gets called and i was like what is happening um but like security showed up and they like, like the girls just like left they were like we already went to the restroom like bye we're gone like and, and again it's not like they were making any sort of, of ruckus or like like whatever That's it was so it shitty. was so stupid i was like this could have been a complete non issue i hope they complained to the management of the the venue. Well, that's what I was hoping too, right? I know I was because they were. I mean, I heard them. They were all speaking to each other in the in the bathroom. They're like, oh, "Yo, we're gonna fucking sue this place." Like, what are you talking? Like, what is happening? Like, what is even? Like, and if you know anything about Charlie XCX, like she's super like LGBT positive, and like yeah. her uh, like a, a big um, a portion of her fans are like members of the LGBT community. Um, and I was like, of all like times and places for like this to be occurring, <laughs> I, I was that's, just that's so bonkers. confused. It was just like the weirdest. Um, time and I felt terrible for for those girls. So hopefully, like management, I kind of now want to know what the venue was. You'd be like, like file a complaint. You could still file a complaint t- today and be like, yeah, hey, that's by true. the way, last night this is what I witnessed. It's the people who could, you know. That's true. I know. I've thought about that. Um, I've thought about that. But I'm like, yeah, I yeah. Nobody. No, it's hard to speak up in the scenarios. Like I want to call myself out before I drag some other fucking people into the world X. Um, yeah. For, for not doing something, I felt so uncomfortable and so taken aback in the moment. And it wasn't as openly discriminatory as that, but it was still just like someone being a dick. So mm. I work in the medical center, and it's like a maze on steroids. It's like a bunch yes. of different buildings that were up at different times, and there's there's parking like central garage and right. east garage. And then there's you the, walk in a building the on clinic, one level, you and end then up there's on the level. is it medical center east? Is it the clinic? Is it the hospital? Right. All different places. And so I'm leaving, I'm going to work, and I'm in like a, a garage, and then like. This people come up to me and they're like, oh, excuse me, we're looking for, like, so-and-so. And I was like, do you know what building? Like, they, they said, like, we're looking for the clinic or, like, something really vague. And yeah. I'm like, okay, you got to tell me more than that. Yeah. They're like, it's like it's like 11, 11, 10. And I go, do you know what building it is? Do you right. know if it's the Vanderbilt? Like, like, is it the clinic or is right. it the hospital? Like, I'm trying to yeah. help them to be, like, this way or that way. Right. Like, to point them in direction. Exactly. And it's this woman. They're, they're both, like, they have their very thicker accents. They're probably came from a while, from, like, a ways out. 
older man and the woman, the woman was asking me and she seemed like she was un- unsure. And she was like, I might have it in my purse. And, and then the guy was like, you could have just looked in your purse, woman. And like, like kind of like did that like gross, like good old boy, like yell at her thing. And I was just like stood there. And then she looked and I was like, yeah, so the, that's going to be over that bridge. And they left. And I was like, I felt so gross by that guy just yelling yeah. that. I didn't say anything. I just pointed to her where to go. And then like I went back to work. And I was like, I should have said something like, you know, that wasn't necessary. Or just something like that. Like you didn't even say I mean, that. You, never you know, know, like things like that where you're like, just like basically like, that, that that's not necessary right now. Yeah. You know, like you know. Yeah, I know. Just like something of like but that. Like, and tough. I felt like it, it was so hard. Like I ate every the rest of the day because I was like, ah, uh-huh. those are little yeah. moments where like I could have just said something. No, I I I get that, but it's tough because you're also like trying to weigh like again these are strangers. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. trying to help them. Like you also don't know if this guy. I mean, we're in Tennessee. Like you don't know if these this man like. Has a gun? Like I don't know. You mean well, like you don't that, know what like, like the violence that has, people like, are capable you know, of? Yeah. So I no I I and it sounds like if he's talking to like his wife or his girlfriend or whoever like that that it's I know. But like even like I wouldn't like kind of gotten into it. But like hey, don't talk to her that way. But just like just like something along the lines yeah, of like just something like you don't need to say that or like yeah or like I don't think that's called for or just yeah. like something like something of us like I don't think we need to talk. Yeah. like just I, I don't know I, I just I felt bad about not doing anything no. and it's hard in the moment because like when something like that happens you kind of like get this like almost like shock of just like mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. is this really happening right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and it's hard to like have especially when I had that happen with like verbal things or like what do I even do and then like you kind of become like blinded like you kind of freeze yeah yeah. And then later you're like, oh, fuck, I could have said eight different things. I could have things. said something. No, that's that's <laughs> tough. All right, so I, I the pe- pe- people I also want to add to the Rolodex are, so I've been reading all the Jeffrey Epstein stuff, and there's been multiple women who've mm-hmm. been accused of, like, leading the recruiting of his, like, recruiting oh. these women. So women, like, if you want to write a whole another thesis about, like, the role that women play in actively destroying and actively perpetuating these things. Yeah, a lot like, of things, Especially sure. white women. Um, so I, I don't know how to pronounce her first name. It's like Gislaine Gis- or G-H. So who knows how to pronounce that? Oh. I-S-L-A-I-N-E Maxwell um, has been accused in several lawsuits of overseeing the efforts to lure girls and their women to Mr. Epstein. Um, of course, she denies those charges. Another woman named Sarah Kellen reported to Ms. Maxwell, and one of her responsibilities, lawyers, the accuser said, was to schedule sex with Mr. Epstein. This is horrible. So, like, all these, yeah. like, these different women who have been, like, these, like, women being these, like, go-to people to help schedule this. Yeah. It's, like, disgusting, horrible. Well, and it's, and it's tough. I hate, okay, so I, I, we, we just finished watching the most recent um, season of Mindhunter, and they sort of, like, talk about this, like, the people who, the people who help the, like, terrible people do yeah. the terrible things. And in a way, this is, like, some Abigail Hobbesian type but stuff. Yeah, and it's, and it's, like, there's always, and I'm sure, I don't know, it's tough, and that's objectively awful things that Epstein did to these minors and the people around him. Yeah, so and I, like, and I shouldn't you, say underage women, girls. Yes, yeah, 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 girls, um, children. And, but it also, it's like, what sort of, like, cycle of, like, victimhood or, like, violence are, like, these women a part of? Yeah, no, no, totally, no, totally agree. Not to, like, excuse the the action And what kind of, you know, uh, dialogue did did they say to themselves to justify things and how much did they know or not know? Right, right. You know, you you do these things at the same time, like, 
at the same time, like you, you're responsible for doing these things, and if you know oh, yeah. what's going on, you have responsibility to not yeah. do it. Yeah. Especially yeah. like if they're not also being victimized or have been abused and are being made to do this, they're, they seem mm-hmm. to be like employees of his, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is opposed to like victims also like right. recruiting the next victim, things right. like that. That's yeah. very exactly. different. Right. Exactly. So I do wanted to add one thing, just because I want to give her a shout out, because she's the fucking greatest person in the world. And uh, the, there's the Rolodex we've been adding people to. Mm-hmm. I also want to occasionally do like a toast. Like who would Hannibal just <laughs> toast his glass to? Yeah. And I want to toast to, to Greta. Yes. Because Greta's the fucking Greta Thunberg. Gr- Greta Thunberg is the fucking greatest. Yeah. She goes to Congress. She's like, sorry, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You she's, guys aren't doing enough. She's balling out. I just love it. She's like, sorry, I'm not sorry. Sorry, I keep fucking with my water <laughs> bottle. I'm just like, she's like, sorry, I'm not sorry. Like, yeah. do more. Yeah. I'm not going to like pat you on the head for doing nothing, for doing like barely anything. Uh, I just love that she was like, yeah, here's here's the statement I've submitted. It is like the report that all of these scientists have already written. I don't want you to like hear my words. I want you to hear theirs. Yeah. Um, because the science is out there and we should be listening to the scientists yeah. about this. So, and right, and she was like, yeah, um, you guys aren't doing enough, so do better. Sorry. Bye. Yeah. No, yeah. It's great. She's I love amazing. Her. Love her. So tough. So brave. I couldn't imagine. Love her, love her. Being 16 and... Like, <laughs> Holy shit, I was an idiot when I was 16. Leading a revolution, essentially. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's dive into Primavera. Let's fucking... <sighs> let's do it. Let's... Do it. Let's it's have some a, spring pasta. So now we're just catching up with Will. Rain. Okay, we're catching yeah, up. This is well, another I was replay like, of the. We've gotta relive this again. Like whole this thing. was god fucking awful. I did miss seeing his face. It was nice to see him again. And I um, love how I forgot. I love how uh, Hannibal or Mess Mickelson says prison cell. You take my mm. free. You take my life from me. No, no. And then he raises his voice. Mm. My freedom then confine me to a prison cell. <laughs> yeah, he puts the emphasis prison on a, cell. On a, on a, on prison a cell. Confine me to a prison cell. And I was like, oh, I love it. But yeah, I was like, okay, this whole confrontation from the moment that Will like walks into Hannibal's um, home and he sees Abigail and Hannibal standing behind him and he guts him, and I was like, all of this, Jesus. And again, the gutting was just so oh, so graphic, brutal to watch. Like hook knife. Yeah, the carpet knife or whatever it is. Whatever I was it like, is. How, how, this is another one of those moments where I'm like, suspend your disbelief, because how could anybody survive? Surgical. Yeah. He knows what he to cut. Surgical. He knew, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, like, yes, that's the, like, hey. uh, deus ex machina or whatever of, like, getting out of. Well, apparently, like, gut, like, gut injuries are, like, incredibly painful and you bleed a lot, but they're, like, those are the mm-hmm. kind of things that you can, like, survive if you're seen to well, relatively soon. I always thought that gut injuries were, like, the things that were, like, the hardest because it's so hard to, like, piece together all those, like, bits yes. you got going on. But it's just, like, it's not like, your stomach yeah, but they're not vital your... organs. Like, you pre-pierce your heart or whatever, it's like, I'm going to die. Or, or, like, you're juggling well, and bleed out. I don't I know. Suppose. You know, we're both doctors, so we know Yeah, yeah. You know, in medical school, uh, <laughs> uh, um, I love how he's, like, I've forgotten that he told Will to, like, if you want, you can just die right now. Lean your head back, lean to the yes. streams. Yeah. It's like, did, just, just like, out. let it happen. But, like, would he have, if he had cut him surgically so that he wouldn't die, would he have died there? I guess if no one had he shown up. He would have bled out, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. So how did, who, someone called the cops. Someone called the cops. Yes. Shots fired, someone called the cops. Alana, I didn't know, but she was there. We still haven't caught up on him yet. So we're going to, I was oh watching gosh. it, I'd be like, okay, we're going to replay this whole sequence one more time because we're going to have to then see about Alana in a little bit. So like, okay, we're, 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 get comfortable. God, Alana. Okay. Um, and then I wrote Blood River. 
Yes. And he goes to the sunken place. Second episode in a row, we have the Second sunken place. Sunken place. Um, yeah, Will drowning in a sea of blood. And I said, all I can see is his rocking ass, though, as he was like floating down. I couldn't see anything. Sea. Oh, you could. Oh, well, that's that was the only um, moment of clarity that I had in that episode was Will's butt. I need you to help me with the next part. I'd love to. Okay, the teacup that was shattered, put all together again. I. Okay. So that was a metaphor that Hannibal said, like, time did reverse. Like, guess what? We can have this life back. Mm-hmm. So then it smashes, then reverse, reverse. Mm-hmm. You know, it reconstitutes. And then it becomes Will's face. Yeah. So I think that... <laughs> here's my reading of that. I'm like, oh, I'm so stupid. So the, the initial um, mention that Hannibal talked about the teacup and reversing, that was him saying, like, you thought that Abigail was dead, and you thought that that teacup had shattered. Here mm-hmm. I am putting that teacup back together yes. for you here. Here she is. And we had plans to all go to Italy and live our lives. Like, that was our... That was putting the teacup back together, mm-hmm. and here we are. We went from dead to alive. Yes. I think that, that second, where we see Will's face, was, like, him... He was like supposed to die, or like was dead. Could that have was done, a, yes. could have died, okay. and it had come back together because he is now alive and like well in a hospital bed. Because that's it. Like zooms in on like or zooms out on him laying in the hospital bed, yeah. all plugged in. I love when he's thirsty. Then like it's a little teacup. <laughs> yeah. Bing, 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 bing. Set Decker's like I got, uh, I got a problem. I got the it. Props guy was like I got an idea. Yes. Yeah. I um. I love that. Yeah. But and he's uh he's okie dokie. I was like, what the? Okay. All right. And then Abby's okie smoky. Oh, better than ever. Some better, say. yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, she honestly looks great in this episode. Well, I know. It's like she's not wind chafed and like frizzy. She like her she looks older. You know what? She looks like. And here it is. Here's where I where I should have known earlier. Whenever she walked in, she looked like Alana. Interesting. She had she had and later on the episode she's wearing like a sort of drapey like crossover oh, white yeah. shirt. We'll I know, get no, to it. No, no, Don't no, spoil we'll, it because no, it's the no, only I'm costume not, we can talk about. I know, I know. Not spoiling, but I'm like she is dressed in like an Alana oh, fashion. Yeah. Her hair is perfect. She's wearing makeup. I was yeah, like, she looked great. I should have gotten the hint the moment when she walked to the hospital. Wow. Um, because she looks just like Alana. Interesting. In her mannerisms and all that. And, well, and, and she like, was, like, speaking, well, like, differently. Yeah, but she's, like, so team Hanny. Like, the way she's like, why did you lie to him? Like, yeah. uh, you know, like, he he made a place for us. And I'm like, whoa, she's, like, so on team Hanny. Well, she's, like, like, is is she taking the form of, like, Will's, like, subconscious then? Let's Listen, we're, we're going to do gonna the reveal. To... We're going to have to not. No, no. We're going to operate as the episode's operating. So, like. Okay. Abby's there talking to him. Great. Um, and, and then, then we can kind of go back, I guess. Hold on. Like, do you want to have that bam reveal now? Or do you want to, so that then we can analyze the scenes through the lens of what we now find find out later? Let's just do the reveal now. Okay. Guys. So, y'all. Alana is dead. No, Alana. Abigail died. <laughs> it's a Bruce Willis Sixth Sense sort it's of It's a fucking, yeah. Yeah. Or like, or like a Tyler Durden, like she yes. was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually more 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 likely. It's like it a is. mix between both of them, or so, or yeah. it's like a it's like a safe house. Colby Smulders is a ghost uh, talking to, mm. yeah, which is a reveal later. Mm-hmm. Because is she a ghost? Is it just his imagination? I would love it if it was a ghost. I would love it if like all of a sudden, like, oh, by the way, ghosts are real in this universe. Like in this world, this show, ghosts are. A well, thing. okay, okay. I mean, and, it's not and, a ghost. No, but I'm, but I can see. I could make that argument, and I'll. We'll get there in Please. a moment. We'll get there in a moment because we're not to that scene yet. But okay, so you're thinking, right? Like as a viewer, that you haven't gotten to this twist yet. You're thinking, oh, Abigail lived because, like she says, it was he was surgical. surgical. He knew how to cut us so we wouldn't die. Blah blah blah. 
she, Which you buy. You're like, oh, fine, I buy this. I bought it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I was like, sure, well, okay. It's oh, like she, I forgot all of this when I was watching it. I was like, whoa, she is alive. Oh, oh I forgot. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. I thought literally last episode was the last time we were going to see Abby. Um, But okay, so she shows up and we should have known because like I said, she looks... For someone who's just gotten their fucking throat cut for the, what, second time? At least. Yeah, second time. At least. She's hair flawless. She looks great. She looks great. She's just, up and walking. Just a little ace band and just, just, a, just a little, like, little gauze. Just a little CVS gauze, little gauze on, her gauze on her neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, meanwhile, Will, I mean, obviously different different injury, but Will is, like, barely conscious in bed. So that should have been a, that should have been a hint. Uh, but we'll, we'll I'll, I'll get to okay, more great. into why we should have known and some other theories about Abigail as well. And so she's like, Hannibal wants us to find him. He 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 wants us to go look for him. Yeah, you know? we didn't. If we, ha- oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go, no, go for it. We don't have an ending. He didn't give us one yet. He wants us to find him. Like, this is totally like, my entire life is about whatever Hannibal dictates it to be. Like... He didn't give me an ending. And it, he's mm. a little kind of challenging that at some point. If, if not now, then later. He's like, you have your own life. Like, mm. Mm. he says something to the extent of like, like you're that. alive. Like, yeah. isn't that enough? She's like, no, it's Hannibal's. Like, yeah. he's got to have a, he made a place for us. Like, we got to. So, right. And so, like, is this Will, like, fighting with himself? I think it is. I think she is a representation of the, the piece of the, the dad life that he could have made with Hannibal, the. Mm-hmm. the kind of purpose that she then unlocked in him mm-hmm. of this something to care that for. curiosity. The curiosity, the, that, yeah, I think she's in a way like a sort of Ravenstag figure mm-hmm. in that she represents part of this push-pull towards Hannibal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd agree. Um, okay, so Will is now, he's still in the hospital, but he is uh, hallucinating. Yeah. Or dreaming. Or dreaming, or whatever. So he's imagining that his wounds are being, like, ripped open from the inside, essentially. Antlers. Antlers. He, he eventually, like, sees himself in Hannibal's office. And then he's fully dressed he's again. fully dressed. There's paper falling from the ceiling. Yeah, he wa- he's watching them burn the shit, and he's like, oh, shit, flashback. Palermo. Fucking called it last episode. Boom. No, you did. Um, and then and then you look down and all the sheets, sorry, all the sheets that are falling from the ceiling are of the clock that he drew. Sure. Sure. Right. I was like, okay. I knew they would be. But the second he put them off, I was like, it's going to be the clock on that piece it, of paper. Like, this, was the, this was one of the moments where I was like, okay, okay, okay. Cool scene. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool sure. visuals. Yeah. Cool visuals. But like, like you called, and I believe, I like, I could have pieced together just fine that like Hannibal mentioning his mind palace being in Palermo, and us seeing the like mutilated body at the end of in last, some kind of church, in some sort like, of church. It, it's, that's where it is. I could have put those two together, so it felt like I was being like told it, reminded, told. yeah, 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 yeah. You couldn't have, you could have just been like. We didn't need this, like, remember. No. It could have been eight months later, and then Will is in Palermo. In Palermo. Right. Or something. Something even I mean, just more elegant than what I mean, I guess because he never... He mentions the Norman Chapel in Palermo in, Mizuno, in Mizumono. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we don't ever mention it again in the first episode. I mean, I, th- I agree. I feel like I could have been like, remember he mentioned that? You know, you could have referenced it a little bit later. I don't know. Or, like, if Abby is his subconscious, why couldn't she have said, oh, like, remember, oh, like, he said something about Palermo. Like, he made a place for us in Palermo. Yeah. Because, like, that would have been, like, or she just something would have about known mind because he would have told something. her. Or just something about mind palace. Something about mind palace. But Hannibal would have presumably told Abby, like, 
what the plan was or where they were going because uh, she like presumes to know about the place that he had made for them like I just feel like there was a more elegant way that we could have skipped this whole scene as beautiful as it was interesting um, you said the word elegant because Will then in the next scene says like talking about God and about Hannibal and he's hmm. like elegance is you know it's, he's not going to come help us because that would be inelegant elegance is more important than suffering is this uh, eight months later in the church? Yeah, yeah eight okay. months later. Here's my ghost theory. <laughs> <laughs> it's, or, it, it's Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. Or, or, or a spirit thing? Oh, I don't sorry, know. Sorry, listeners. You've, you've now joined our spinoff podcast where we, <laughs> where we say the ghost theory of, of every single of show. Of every show. <laughs> um, you really could do that. There's like a theory that Sandy from Greece like is a ghost or right. like isn't really there. I love insane yeah. theories of like actually they're dead or like yeah, yeah, yeah. actually so-and-so is actually the, 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 yes. the good character and everyone else is evil. Okay, here it is. And this is another moment where I was like, I had kind of figured out what the twist was at this very moment. They're walking into the church and they pass by the priest. The priest and Abigail lock eyes. Yeah, I... Oh yeah. my, and it's so it's supposed to be like, oh, a priest can see like a higher being or like can like recognize a spirit or like something like that. I I buy that. I love that. Because what else what the fuck else is he? Or really just like doing like a like a fight club. He's just talking to himself. Yeah, right. And I was like, he's talking to himself. This but is he time. though? Like see, that's the thing. He's whispering and she's not the she's not there. Um and uh, so is he actually talking? Oh, is he actually talking out loud? In the reality of the scene is this from a CC another C situation? I mean, we have now established that he did say C. You're the only person in the world who doesn't think he actually said C. No, but is it is it like that? So where he's actually saying C? Or is it, you know, we're looking at this third person omniscient, right? So he's talking, but mm-hmm. we're in we're we're in Will's world right now, right? Obviously, because we see Abigail. Mm-hmm. So is it also because we're in Will's world, he's talking to her, but actually it's all interior dialogue. So if mm-hmm. were you a parishioner in that church, you would see just you a guy have looking heard around. Anything, right? Um, Similar to when he's doing his like uh, uh, pendulum, right. he's like, "I shoot her through the heart expertly." Blah 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 blah. Right. He isn't saying that; he's just sitting there in his mind doing <laughs> all this, right? Right, right. Um, I could be convinced either way because there's also the moment where. Well, I would much prefer that he's just talking out loud. He's talking really. out loud. That's yeah. funnier to me. <laughs> that is funnier to me because there's also the moment like later on whenever Will is like sitting in the middle of the crime scene, which I was like, "That was wild." Are you okay? Why are you sitting right here where everything's roped off, and like you can see Hannibal through like up up the up in the balcony or something like yeah. that, and he's like eavesdropping. So I'm like, okay, so was Will talking out loud? Um, that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I have questions about Will's motivations and why he says certain things in certain times later, especially. Um, but this is also the time when they're having a conversation, and Abby is like, she usually she's a smart, she's always been a smart girl in the show. Yes, but she's her speech and her metaphors and shit are like elevated up to level. here. Yeah, and that's when I was like. Yeah, and she like she's on the same wavelength as him, and she gets like she knows already what we're talking about, and like the church collapses thing. He would have like he would have just allowed to collapse, and she's like she would have been like what? Exactly right. Yes, I love the church collapses. Um, like throwback. Yeah, that was fun. He would have just loved it to collapse right now. That would have like Hannah would be like that's great. That's great because I love church collapses. I collect them. Yeah. <laughs> and this is an interesting time thing, right? They're in the chapel walking around. It's just, you know, I don't know if it's mass or just like people are sitting there for prayers. And they're mm-hmm. just like, you, when you go to any old like chapel or mm-hmm. cathedral, people are always there lighting candles. Mm-hmm. No body. So you're like, what's up? 
and then the body appears in the chapel a bit later. So now we know. Right. Will and then went to Palermo, knowing based on his memory, which is I guess I guess this is justification mm. for why we had that spoon fed to us in the in that dream sequence because it's not like it would have been one thing if we. Which is why mm. this is so. I, so after the end of episode one, I thought right. dead bodies found. Right. Word gets to will. Word gets to will. Right. That's what he that's hears. What's oh, your wait theory. a second. A dead body was found. Yeah. In, in Palermo. Palermo. Oh shit! It's Hannibal. And then he he connects right. the dots to that. Right. But he he goes there in advance of the body. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think that's why we needed to then needed be reminded of him Ugh. going there. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, as, yeah, I know. That's... <laughs> no, but I agree. Like, it's hard when you're, like, reminded, like, we know this. I guess that time thing didn't really register for me. That's interesting that you bring that up, that when they showed up, there was clearly no body in the middle of the Palermo, yeah. like, chapel. So, yeah, they got there before that. Yeah. Interesting. Which um, which arouses the suspicion of Rinaldo Pazzi, who I love. Rinaldo. He's the light spot of this episode. Unless you did. Were you a Pazzi head? Um, um... Sure. I waxed the, and waned on him. Here's the thing. Loved the character. Why was he entirely ADR'd? Was he? Yes. Wow. I didn't notice. It was so distracting. I usually noticed that shit. It was like, was it like like room level bad? Like, hi, Lisa. Like, like terrible. Like It was It was worse than I what I thought like wow. Fuller would do. Are you sure your playback wasn't weird? Everyone else sounded normal and the their wow. speech was lined up and everything and his was like maybe a quarter second just like off wow. and I his didn't voice was louder it. than everyone else's. I was like, why did they ADR this man? Wow, listeners, please let us know. Like I would love it if you're right. I didn't even notice. I was like maybe his accent like didn't they it wasn't clear enough whenever they ran it live and so they needed him to come back and like re-record over it or something like that. So anyway, that was my one that was my one critique of of Potsy. When Otherwise, do we want to stop for, for for um bleh, for segments? Um, yeah, we can We're go. We're about ahead. to get into it. We're There's a lot to... of Potsy and a lot of backstory. We learned some things, so we okay. might as well. Yeah, let's let's do the let's do the dang. Thing. Okay, let's do the thing. I'm excited. This will be fun. Sing the song. Eat the, the crew. Eat the, the crew. Eat the crew, eat the crew, eat the crew. I like your hind out there. That, that was nice. Oh you were gosh. singing. Thank you. I was just so mortified by the the butchery that I did of like the last time we sang. Now you killed it. So, so do you want to yeah. tell our lovely listeners what we have in store for us today? Yeah, this is another Halloween gem. I'm really excited. Um, this is a box of boogers. It says, "Snot your regular gummy." Ugh. Tangy gummy boogies that look and feel real. Oh, troll boogies! And Ron Weasley. So who? What is this company? Oh, what okay. is this company? It's uh, right. Flicks candy. I've what never heard of it before. Yeah, what is this weird logo? Like what? Yeah, Chef Ghoulicious. Chef Ghoulicious. Flicks candy. Flicks candy. It says. I love here off are, brand insane candy company. Here are your um, flavors. Um, oh, snotter melon. Oh my god. Sour cream boogie. Sour, Ew. sour. Sorry, <laughs> did I say sour cream? You did. And I was like, <laughs> "What's that?" <laughs> I'm listening. Sour green boogie. Much more normal. <laughs> I'm actually disappointed. And then slime apple. A dollop of daisy. Sour cream. I'm sorry. Mm. Right. Okay, so these are just like they're basically gonna taste like sweet tart-esque things but they are the texture the touch the feel of cotton but they they're the texture like normal 
gummy, like mm. little gummy so candies. So you think, here's the thing, if they're gonna be like boogers, then they should be like salty as fuck. Because I remember being a kid, eating my own boogers. So they're supposed to taste, like feel like boogies, right? With the real feel. No, they're not. No. They're just fucking they're just gummies. gummies. They're fruit snacks. Yeah, yeah. They, and they yeah. look like grosso, like mountains, like like yeah. goopy, like. The boogers don't look like this. No, your boogers, boogers don't look like this. Boogers are like weird little, like. If your boogers look like this, then you have a problem. You need to go see a doctor. It's more like snot, but like I would love it if it was like really goopy and gross. Yeah. No, this is not the the feel. I got watermelon. I think this is this is slime apple. It's not sour cream. <laughs> What's, what's the watermelon? Snottermelon? Snottermelon. It smells very snottermelon. Okay. Try not to like chew It's a very more. chewy texture. It's very like bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. So I guess that's where the, the feel comes in. Yeah, it's not like um, mm. your like Welch's fruit snacks no, or something not. like that. Now I get the It's a little snotted. stiffer. It is. The texture does is kind of gross. It has a kind of a, mm. a springiness that's kind of snotty, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Once you break into it with your teeth, when you're holding it in your hands, it feels like a normal fruit snack. Honestly, it wasn't bad. No. I was really expecting it to be like a sensory, like weird thing where it Which felt is what like I was hoping for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead, but it tasted good. It even definitely the, has a strange even texture. Even the picture on the box, like, they don't look like this. No. The picture on the box is the not. The picture on the box are like little dumplings. The picture on the box looks <laughs> like a little they bow. Do. They do. They look like bow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sure some kid would get a kick out of this, but... Yeah, it's a novelty. You buy the box, the but it's what it looks bad. like. No, honestly, it's not that at all. No, it's like little, little fruit snacks or something. Wow, all right, that's underwhelming. Well, I was really we'll hoping to be like, whoa, after. gross. Yeah, boogies. Yeah, this Me texture too. disgusting. I mean, the box is repulsive. I mean, it looks like it's going to be gross, but... Box of boogers. <laughs> Chef Goolicious. Yeah, Chef Boogardee. That would have been a better fucking name. There we you go. You need to call up Flix. I'm going to call right up Flix. Now. I'm going to call up Flix right now. All right, let's close out. We ate the crew. We ate, ate the crew. crew. We ate, ate the crew. Ate the crew. Ate the crew. I got too uh, excited uh. with my snapping and I punched the desk. <laughs> okay. Oh, costumes. What am I going to say? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I have a couple things written okay. down, but literally, let me say this again a couple things. The only notable costume was from a dead person. What's he wearing? What's he wearing? Uh, you're not wrong. So, <laughs> so first of all, what's he wearing? What, what's she wearing? What's, what's he wearing? What's what? What's happening? Where are we? It's so dark in this fucking episode. I couldn't make note of what Potsy was wearing. I was like, finally, got a new guy. What's he wearing? He's got like a Jack. He's like Bobo Jack Crawford. He's like <laughs> blue shirt, black tie, pulled down, Italian guy. Yeah, you're right. Bobo cool. Jack Crawford. Sure, Italian Bobo Jack Crawford. Okay. Um, right, okay, so... He's like Will and Jack come by. We'll get into pot, Potsy. So Will, when he is imagining himself at Hannibal's, is in a nice, like, chambray shirt. This is a classic Will outfit. Classic. I think his pants are brown. <laughs> he know? has some nice pecs in the hospital scene. Oh, We're talking about body and hello. costumes. It's like the, like, in... It's like in that scene in Last Jedi when, like, there's, there's, there's sequences when, like, Ray and all of a sudden Kyle and have these, like, weird moments where they're like, why are we connected right now? Yes. And he's like, and, like, Adam Driver's just, like, yes. peak, like, he's just, like, he's shirtless got, He's scene. got the her pants on. Yes, yes, he's, like, the, like, <laughs> he's, like, cumberbunds he's on. Kind of, yeah. And he's, like, just, like, big just nothing fucking, but he looks and great. Shoulders. Oh, he looks amazing. You know that they're, like, Adam, three days from now we're going to do the shirtless scene, so, like, get ready. So pump. So, like, get to pump and... start eating ice and, like, doing push-ups all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looked amazing. I just, yeah, I like I had like vibes of that, like yeah. like, like the the thing around the chest yes, and around like the, the belly, the, mm-hmm. like the 
the nice pecs. Cool. Um, yeah, so, okay, yeah, Will looked nice. Like, there's another time when he's in, like, a utility, his, like, utility coat, his trusty utility coat. He has his the gla- collars popped up later in the catacombs, which look nice. You're right, that does look nice. Um, every other, like, scene, his glasses are on and they're off. I couldn't make the sense glasses of what it is. The glasses logic makes no sense to me. I thought I had cracked it, but now I can't make sense of it in this episode. I wonder, we should go back and be like... If he's talking to Alana, when she's a ghost, he has glass. Like, <laughs> I would love it. Yeah, Abby. I keep saying Alana. Abby. I would love it if he is like this weird, like, uh, like, like, like Google Glass. Like yeah. when he's wearing ghost them, vision. Like, he has like yeah, ghost vision. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbuster shit. Yeah. Um. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. So Abby's. Abby. She looks great. Abby looks great. She, she looks, looks like great. Alana. She looked yeah. She, well, she looked better than Alana. She looked great. <laughs> oh shit! Don't let Alana hear no, she that. Looked great. No, and I can't wait for Alana. Oh, to I can't come wait back. till we yeah get Cut, reintroduced. Oh, fuck yes. Reintroduced. She had she like a reddish coat. She coat had, she jacket. Had, she had that uh, like sort of white drapey shirt that was a yeah. little, had a little bit of a crossover to it and had she, a red coat. She had a nice part in her hair with like it had been kind of volumized. It been, yeah, it been, uh, there's a little bit of a curl to it. She had some really nice makeup on. Her cheeks were really like pink and she nice. She looked older. She looked like a woman. She looked exactly. I was like, okay, this can't be Abby because we know Abby is usually in her little floral scarf. I know, she's been through the wars. In her frizzy hair. See, it's interesting because I bought it. I was like, she's been through who knows how many, how long this has been with. Hannibal. Yeah, Eight I months guess. later now with well, she's she's now like I've been through it all. I am now like she's like I, guess, I don't yeah. know. I kind of bought it. No, I, I, believe me, I bought it for <laughs> a good portion of the episode too. I was like, okay, she's got her throat cut for the second time. Like time to train change her outfit. Like oh, that makes sense. Yeah. No more of a scarf. <sighs> Just she's like fuck it. But other than that, I'm like. I didn't nothing. even I, nothing. Nothing. I, I, you especially when they go down to the catacombs, nothing. it's like I no. can't see nothing. Who's and we don't what? even see what Hannibal's wearing. He's like, like no, he's wearing like a I jacket. Know. His hair's down. I think he's yeah, his hair's down. We he's saw that always in, the in like shadows, church. like listening. Don't get me started. This episode. <laughs> okay, so that's all I got. That's all I got too. It was wild. I, I mean, was literally, like, wow, the characters in this show, in this episode, are Will, Abby, Hannibal, and Potsy. And Hannibal's in the dark all the entire time. Hannibal's and in the dark. And Will and Potsy are the least interesting char- costume characters. Right. So Abby gave us the most to work with, and it was like two <laughs> outfits and outfit. one that I can remember. Yeah, and then like the hospital, and she's like, it was surgical. He knew how to cut me. She's wearing like, like, little cardigan t shirt. Yeah. Scrubs ish jeans, yeah. maybe. Oh. Fine. Okay. Yeah, sure. Comfy. Hospital clothing. <laughs> oh, this episode. All right, well. All right. Okay. <clears throat> I may not always kill you, but as long as there is a chapel in Palermo, you will know where to find me. I'll be so sure to hide me. God only knows what I'd be without Henny. <laughs> to quote what Will says. To quote Will. Yeah. God only knows what I'd be without you. Oh. Love the Beach Boys. Um, okay, so Pazzi. He's uh, from Florence Police. I love how they say Firenze. Um, and he's like, I've read all of the FBI profiling papers on you. Yeah, because I was like, like, how does he know him? He's like the Italian Will. He's like, I share your... In- he is. No like, greater pleasure than that moment of knowing. Yo, not suspicion, not, but knowing. That's the moment I was like, whoa, this is Will like looking at himself like 30 years in the future. I guess so. Still He's like Jack racked, meets Will. Racked by the thought of Hannibal getting away. Yeah. Like racked by that, like wanting to find him. 
Like, Il mostro de de- destroyed by him. Um, I so, do love like yeah. the best part of this episode is hearing Il mostro, Il which is mostro fucking awesome. So many times. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Um, Il mostro. So yeah, he says, I, I, and I wrote this down. And I'm not sure what it means. So I'd love your interpretation of this. I hope I can help. Hotsy says, I've got the scars of a man. No, no, no. Will says, I've got the scars of a man who grabbed his gifts by the blade. And Hotsy <sighs> says, you grabbed the wrong end. I, okay, okay, let me try and justify this line. Okay, so Will is like, I had these gifts of imagination where I could put myself in the mindset of these killers. I could see things that most people couldn't know, kind of Sherlock Holmesian, mm. imagine, rapid imagination. I could connect dots and know things mm. just, just intuitively. And I I followed that rabbit hole to where it got me too close and it it was dangerous and I got hurt. Yeah. Because I kind of got lost in it. I guess that's what it means. So he, you're saying that he grabbed his own gifts by the blade. Yes. I was reading it. Okay, no, no. no. Tell me the will line again. Yeah, I, and and there's a way that you could read it both ways, and that's always, like, I think always I'm go back to the text. Oh. What the is the capital text? T text? Yeah. Will says, "I've got the scars of a man who grabbed his gifts by the blade." See, yeah, his own gifts. His own gifts. See, I thought they were talking about Hannibal's gifts. No, because he says because he's already referring to himself in the third person. Okay. I got the scars of a man who grabbed this gift by the blade. Yeah, his gifts by the blade. His gifts. I'm, okay. I'm a man who grabbed his gifts. Okay, okay. And Posse's saying you grabbed the wrong end, like you you hurt yourself in the process, yes, like yeah. you could have. Yeah, Posse's like a weird like blend of Will and Jack in a way. He's yeah. like kind of like Jack's pragmatism or Jack's kind of like astuteness or whatever, like okay. with also Will's imagination mixed in. I mean, who knows if it was worth, like, deep diving into that one line. Great. But no, it, great. like, tripped me up, and I wrote it oh, down. I, get I was it. like, what is occurring? I love that, it, because it's NBC, like, the the nips are, like, blur. Like, like, like there's nudity in that painting, I assume, because, like, there were some blurred. Oh, really? Yeah, when he should, like, like the whole painting, like, the picture of the whole painting. and then, Free like, the you, nipples. Yeah, it was, like. We blur- saw Will's nipples. Were... Come on, Molina. <laughs> there's a difference, you know. <laughs> like, uh, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know. Feminism only goes so far. Can we talk about how hot young Hannibal is in Fuck, that photo? Yes, that photo looked amazing. Uh, holy shit. Holy moly. I, I, I need that young ass, That young Lithuanian man. How did you know he was Lithuanian, A, but I'm not going to worry yeah, about well, that. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Um, it, uh, I need Gorgeous. that photo framed. I want to know where that photo was from. That was like his first headshot. On the- yeah. Oh. And like the like the the, the Danish uh, ballet uh, school uh. or whatever. I'm gonna say it. I haven't said it in a while. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. I mean, Mess Mikkelsen's a gorgeous man. Oh yeah, yeah. Objectively, any at any his point hair is in a his bit life. too long right now though. I look up from an Instagram. And at he's the in moment. like film cons right yes. now, and his hair is a bit long. Yes. He has the gray salt and pepper look, which looks good. But whatever, it's for me. Um, <laughs> you prefer your men with shorter hair. If if it's that color, I don't know. It just doesn't yeah. vibe. I like okay. it short. Like a close crop, if you're going gray, love it, rock it. But like a close crop, so you want like a like a Anderson Anderson Cooper. Cooper. I knew you were gonna say Anderson Cooper. I mean, I guess. I don't know. It just I don't know. It that that, that's just me. Listeners have at me if you're like fuck no, he looks great. Um, but that picture, young ass Henny, holy shit, holy hell. Um, and then so okay, there's then we're going to this flashback where Potsy's telling us yeah. about how 20 years ago he was haunted by Hannibal. Yeah, the Il Mostro. Um, he saw him painting every day the the Uffizi, the actual painting. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh shit, this is the guy who did Botticelli. the yeah, the, yeah, this is the guy who did the Primavera bodies. Yeah, but no evidence, no 
No evidence. He fucking knew it. Botched the investigation, but he knew it. Will says, no, there's no evidence. He eats it. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Uh, uh, and then he's like, all right, Will, have at this. And then yeah. he hands Will the, the copy. So it's really interesting. So Will and Ghost Abby are in the crime scene, question mark. Yes. And there's like something hidden behind the... They can't see the dead body because it's hidden behind the like the little fence. Oh, okay. And then they leave. Is it and still then, there? I thought it was... No. So here's what happens. So they go first to the chapel. But then, then, then they go again and it's like the crime scene. But it's but then oh. there's some cop who's like, you got to get out of here in Italian. And Will's like, what did he say? Oh. And then the cop is like, he wants to talk to you. And then it ends up back in the cop scene when he meets Potsy. And then he leaves. And then Potsy, the two of them go back to the chapel when it's just like a, a police... Yeah. Tope, tape, but right. nothing else there. But nothing. No, but there's three, like, evidence, like, tents, you know, that I guess numbered of evidence where, tent. like, the tripod was, maybe? Well, that's the thing. Okay, so, right, we all know the evidence tent that has, like, a number on it so that you know where the evidence was found. But they're just encircled around the, like, skeleton engraved yeah, well, in the floor. Which, I guess, is where the tripod was. Like, this is where it stood. But like, but, but the body's gone. So he's like, we need you okay. to look at... So, so Patsy then does a Jack Crawford and oh, gives sure. him, or cats, and gives him the pictures... Yeah. You and know, Will does his so thing. There you go. I'll leave you alone. Do your thing. No pendulum, though. No pendulum. I know, but whenever he's whenever he's in his uh, mind place, when he's imagining the design, he doesn't have glasses. And when he comes back, he does have glasses. Again, the glasses logic. Uh, I I don't know. We need to now like really take take, take like hard data on the glasses. Like yeah. this is the level of nerdy to become. We need to watch the show just for the glasses. <laughs> We're gonna do one reading, just for the glasses. And I had to ask Blythe what a topiary was because I didn't know. What I googled it. Meant. it. <laughs> it's I googled trimmed it. bush. Yes. No, that's so funny. I wrote that down. I was like, I, and what's I a topiary? The, I like wrote it down in notes and I hit look up because I was like, all right, I know the word. What's a topiary again? Also, this is like an emo ass album name. Valentine written on a broken man. It is. That's a that's an album title. I'm writing that down. Uh, a Valentine written on a broken man. So Will's imagining the torso. It starts like thumping like a heart, right? And then it, like, starts to come unfurled. What the fuck was this? I was like, whoa, is he going to turn back into Scarf Dad? You know, I was like, yeah, what so is it was, happening? So it's Dimmon's body. We know it's this. It's Dimmon's body. Do we know this from the show, or did I read that somewhere? But, like... I just made the assumption that it's Me Dimmon's too. Body. How did he get it to on the... He, he took the train from Florence all the way down to Sicily. Mm. What? Did he have it in a cooler? Mm. Did he check his bag? Like, mm. did, did he, he ship it on ice? Yeah. That night, I this morning I was like, okay, wait, it's Dimmon's body. I buy that, but wait a second, it's how like did you the, get? It's like the cat's observatory like situation where we're like, how, how do you did load he, in? These how did you load in? What was yeah, the load in? Yeah, like? so was the loaded. <laughs> and then the rivets. Is he building it there? Is he loading the sheaves and putting them on blocks? And he has all the box on a pallet. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, so you got this body. Right. I'm assuming he carves it up and does the whole thing in Florence. That makes sense to me. Sure. But then you pack it on ice question mark yeah. in, in a big fucking trunk and sure. like bring it with you on the train you ship it ahead via like I can a, see you putting you know, it in a train in like a big you IPS know. Italian Postal Service like. <laughs> yeah yeah something like that it had to have been on ice I would I would think there's no way that he was constructing smell. all of Disgusting. that yeah. inside the church no way so, but it's coming unfurled, and we're like, "What the fuck's happening?" And then it be- and then it starts to transform into like yeah, the stag cometh. Of- right, but I was like, "Is it the stag? Is it the wendigo? It didn't have a head exactly. Yeah, it, no, it, it was no- on fours on all fours like the stag, but it had a wendigo like. It did. 
No, I mean, it, it had, like, the antlers and it had the sort of vibe. Like, there weren't feathers, which is That's what made true. me think it wasn't the feather stag, but... It was, it was, it was, like, obviously this is, like, the indication that Hannibal did this. It's, like, the indication... what we're supposed to mean. And it's also the indication, and Will sort of mentions this whenever he, like, comes to, it's also the indication that, like, they're reconnected again. Yes. Because he had watched the stag die in his yes. kitchen. Yes, yes. And this here it is, or here's something coming back to life and like coming after him. And he like comes back to it says something like, Oh, he says, I do feel closer to Hannibal here. God only knows where I'd be without him. He left us his broken heart. Yeah. What I'd be without him. So like this is this is like um yeah. I guess like he left us his broken heart. This is you know, Hannibal has changed us, he 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 still wants to connect with us, he's forgiven us, kind of a thing. Um Okay, I, I wrote something, a few, a few things down. One, mm-hmm. like, Hannibal's playing with us with this. He's like Lucy in the football. Like, mm-hmm. with Lucy, this is the thing. She keeps, she's like, fine, kick it, Charlie. Mm-hmm. And Charlie kicks and she pulls it away. Keeps pulling it away. Mm-hmm. And then Will says that Hannibal is like that to them, right? Mm-hmm. Or or to, to Will with Abby. Abby's the football in this scenario. Hanny's Lucy. Abby is the football. And Will is Charlie Brown. Because she says, he says, he asks Ghost Abby, do you still want to go with him after all this? She goes, yeah, I do. Mm. And I guess Will is like, I can never, like, the only way I can be with you is to be with Hannibal. And anytime I do something else, he takes you away from me. Yes, yeah, so I, I guess, guess she is she's the, the football. football and he's Charlie Brown. Yes, he's certainly Charlie Brown. Okay, so who's Schroeder in this announcement? <laughs> <laughs> who's Lionel? Who's Snoopy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can see, like, oh. Delia being Snoopy. <laughs> well, no, if he's, if if Hanny's Lucy, which makes sense, because she has the yes. psychiatric help for five That's cents. That's true, yes. Who's, like, Lucy's, like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's actually a smart, uh, smart analogy. I guess, yeah. But then I wrote, she's all fucked up. Well, this, this was is the, I thought she was still alive. This was the moment. This was the exact moment where I go, I don't think Abby's real. They were wow. sitting here talking, and I wrote down, I don't think she's real. It took at her vanishing. It took her vanishing, and then the side by side. So then so I even wrote, when her so then neck I wrote, was bleeding, I wrote, "What blood? He imagined it." I go, "Blood? Oh, he's imagining the blood, yeah. thinking it was like hallucination of the blood." Right. And then I was like, "Wait, was Abby dead? Wait, what?" And then like I have like lines. And oh I'm like, my what? gosh. Yeah. Yes, I was just. It like, really worked I, on I me. Go, Oh, she's not real. Okay, okay, I see. Um, I also love the summation of, like, Hannibal has multiple trains of thought going at once and yet never getting distracted by any of them. Um, And we're one of those trains, right? Yeah, he says, and at least one of them is for his own amusement. Yes. Yeah. And which I love, like, this is, I was laughing at this thought earlier, because A, like, I would love to be that kind of a genius who's like, Mm. I have a chess game with with this with you. I know I have all the moves... And I can somehow not be distracted by them because I'm the kind of person who's like, if one person comes up with a question and I'm already working on something else, I'm like, well, then my whole day is apart, falling apart right, now. Right. I can't emotionally multitask. I can't do any of that. Right. And like, this is the kind of like, like people like love to tease you about like, he's no, he's actually a secret genius. Like people say that about like the idiots online say that about Trump. Like <sighs> actually he's like, he's playing four dimensional. Ch- yeah, 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 yeah. This level. is all actually a way he's playing four dimensional chess. Like you don't get the levels that he's actually playing the system by doing all these insane, horrible, illegal things. And it's like, no, he's not. He's a dumb dumb. He's not playing four-dimensional chess. Right. And whereas Hannibal actually Barely is. Barely playing one. Like, he's got all the moves and multiple different dimensions going at once. So I love that, like, he's a brain genius playing four-dimensional chess. But he actually is. And you see, this so, would be a moment where, this was a moment where I was like, 
So is he talking out loud? Because Hannibal is there, right? It's like she, uh, Abby vanishes and you look up and Hannibal's in the balcony. Was in the chapel. So, so like, is he hearing Will talk all these great things about him? Great question. I don't know. I I come on the side of oof. Um, oh, I yeah. fall down on the side. <laughs> there yes. we go. <laughs> I come down on the side of no. He's not He's talking, not talking out, loud. out loud. Okay. He is. This is all internal. Okay. Okay. He's sitting there. All internal. And Hannibal's just sitting there, like, smelling the air. Yes. That he's... And Hannibal knows he's having this internal outlet because Hannibal can smell his thoughts. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that like, is next level. Hannibal's like, ah, oh, he's hallucinating Abigail mm. still. Okay. Uh, oh, he's complimenting me. Ooh, the stag is turning into a dead body. And <laughs> like, oh, I can smell that. <laughs> uh, so, right. Hannah, Hannah's here. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Whoa! And then... I said flashback to Hanny's house. Abby's on the slab and Will's in surgery. So yeah, I guess we flashed back. I wrote oof autopsy. That that that, that was some yeah. heavy. And then I wrote NBC. Yeah, hello. Um, yeah, it was like th- they saw this and they were like, "We're moving you to Friday." Showing <laughs> her eyes, she saw this insane. Right. Wow. God, it's just uh, and, and a character that like we love and like adore. You know what I mean? That's like well loved. Yeah. And you see her just like an autopsy is not a uh, like a beautiful no. <laughs> procedure. Yeah, that was intense. Like the side by side of Will being brought back to life. Yeah. Um, and then Definitely. I wrote Potsy is getting it right. He's like, I see all of this. Mm. Oh, Potsy's been thinking about this for fucking 20 years or some yeah. shit. Um, and right, so at, so Will's like laying back in the church and Pilarmo, or no, Pilarmo, Potsy says, uh, are you praying? Yeah, are you praying? And Will says something, are you praying you catch him? You should be praying that he doesn't catch you. Mm-hmm. Again, who's who's, uh, who's like, chasing he's, who? He's calling from inside the house. Like, <laughs> Nicole's coming from inside the house. Oh, no. Like, he's still here. <sighs> yeah, he, he, he never went away. He's still um, here. What makes you think I want to catch him, Will That says. was the wild thing. Will's like, okay, wait a second. Like, what side are you on, Will? I, right, and then we're we're down in the catacombs, and I I said I wrote, bitch, this couldn't be darker. <laughs> I also wrote the bodies buried upright are insane. Right, these dead bodies that are in the crypt that I aren't guess, like, like laying like I guess in like some catacomb I'm thinking of like Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. There's like yeah. there's, there's like little like bunk bunk bed like yeah. inserts into the wall. Okay, right. great, fine, I buy that. But then there's just like weird like atriums in the catacomb, and there's yeah. just dead bodies just like upright. standing upright in the corners. I couldn't make heads or tails of that. Okay, right. I was like, this couldn't be creepier. It couldn't be more dark in here. Um, I love that. It is like dead silent. All you hear is like Will's footsteps. And then like all of a sudden Will goes, Hannibal. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Uh, Like, what was he going to go like? Yeah, I'm over here. And then Patsy shows up. Patsy's like, Patsy's like, Will, Senor Graham, where are you? He's like, shh. He's like, and Will's like, come back. He's like, you don't want to be here by yourself. Yeah, you don't like, know who's side Will gets side totally I'm on. weird. Okay, so is all of this that Will's doing right now? Does he know Hanny is listening? Yes, I so, would so, think so. So then, yes, is this then all performative for Hannibal falsely, or is Will genuinely like get the fuck like? Okay, is Will doing this to be like get the fuck out of here? Hannibal's gonna kill you. I'm gonna play up my being on Hannibal's side to get you the hell out of here. Yes. Because I know that you're going to die, and I don't want you to die. That was my... Plus, I also want to see Hannibal, it. so I want to get on his good side. 
that's how I read it was him like I'm I want Hannibal to come to me so I'm gonna say these things and like get him to come to me and also I, I want you to get the fuck out of here because I don't want you to just kill Hannibal because the, I've got some other shit to work out I'm like I have another happen, plan like, yeah right. or just like I want to see him I don't know what's gonna happen next yeah I don't know what's gonna happen but I you are not a part of this right now so I need you to get the fuck out yeah uh, yes I think that that's that's was my interpretation and then it ends with Hannibal I forgive you. Oh, this was the most. I literally, I was like, why? <laughs> he goes. Break it down. He, <laughs> break it down. He goes. Um, okay, so right, this is the end. He yeah, goes, this is the end. He goes, Hannibal, I forgive you. And then he says, wait, is that what he. That's, that, that's credits. Yeah. And then he just starts walking backwards into the shadows and just disappears into the shadows. And that's does how he, credits wow. roll. Well, Hannibal's like, he's he does the weird, like, earlier than the catacombs and it's like, Ponzi turns a corner and Hannibal's like right there by the corner. Like, I'm here, like yeah. behind you, like the kind of like weird, like, yeah. I'm like a ninja. <laughs> I, I, but I was like, how, that's so, that's so corny is what I thought. Him saying like, I forgive. No, it, he said something to, to Potsy. Oh my no. gosh. Which is, this is an Adabitch. Let's do Adabitch before we do our thing because th- th- this is an Adabitch I have for me. I only have two. He says, why don't you, because Will, he goes, both of us are haunted by, by our death bodies. Like, we both have death in our past. Right. And then Will goes, why don't you carry your dead back up to the chapel, bitch, before you count yourself among them. Like, yes. he fucking threatens him. Yes. So I wrote down that Will or someone said, you're already dead, aren't you? Who said that? I thought Potsy said it to Will, maybe? Did Potsy say that to Will? Maybe that's what happened. Maybe Potsy said, you're already dead, aren't you? And then Will just walked back into the shadows and said, Cause, oh, wait, that's why he said something in Italian, said something like, oh, sayonara. Yes, he goes like, the, and then like, he goes like, good night. He goes, good night. Yeah, and he Basically, just, he's just like, like you shouldn't be here alone. Like the fucking Phantom of the Opera. Potsy's like, I'm not alone I'm with you. And he goes, you don't know which side I'm on. Yeah, and he yeah. goes, what's your plan when you get, like, you're going to try and kill Hannibal. He's going to kill you. And then Potsy goes, what is your plan when you see Hannibal? And Will's like, yeah. honestly, I'm curious what I would do. I don't yeah, know. right. And then Potsy's like, we're both carrying dead bodies with us, blah, blah, blah. And, right. then, he, and then Will both, to get Potsy out of it. This is when I'm yeah. like, okay, he's threatening him. But is it just a play to get Potsy the fuck out of Dodge, to get yes. out of harm's way? He goes, you know, take your dead bodies and get the fuck out of here before you become one become of them, one. Right. which is like a threat yeah. as well as like as, a yeah, trust that's me, true. That's get true. out of here. That's true. It could be both. But I just hated that fucking, the, the ending for the Will, whenever, he, the I forgive you, yes, and the him just like, walk, it reminded me of that. I didn't even notice it that. It reminded me of that Homer Simpson gif where he like disappears into the bushes, <laughs> like disappears like backwards into the bushes. Oh, I love that. I was like, this is so corny. All right, well. That's the only added bitch I have. Well, I have one more. I have the, why don't you carry your dead back up at the chapel, bitch, before you catch up among them. And then the other one I have was from the very beginning when it, um, he goes, you thought you could change me? And then Will goes, I already did, bitch. See, Which I probably threw out back in the season finale of episode two. This would be my, two. this would be my, my one contribution to add a bitch and then we, uh, we should rate it and, and close out Get this, the fuck this, out of here. this troubling episode. But it was a fun conversation. It was, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, uh, my example is I've got the scars of a man who grabbed his gifts by the blade you grab the wrong end, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great one. That's a good one. Uh, okay, what, so what number are we going to give it? How confusing. 
I mean, since we've talked about it, I think I'm lowering my score to a half point. I think I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. Is that too low or too high? That's higher than I did. I I, I feel troubled by that answer, but that's what I feel comfortable in the moment saying. 8, eight out of 10. Um, oh, 8 out of 10... I don't know, pieces of police tape. It's hard because there's literally no person, there's no object. There's like hardly any, yeah, pieces of police tape is what I'm going to go with. Great, love it. (laughs) Interesting. So I gave mine 6.5 immediately. I was like 6.5 upright bodies. Yes, okay. And this is is what I then wrote. I wrote two IDKs. I wrote, I don't know. It just didn't do much beyond sum up. I don't know. The realizations are cool and I like Potsy, but it all just felt like a sort of a setup for that last moment. And, like, that's yeah. what I felt at the end of the episode. Now talking about, like, right, the, the Abby's Dead reveal was interesting and, like, is yeah, she this good? I hope she reappears. It's like, it's kind of like, and again, I really can't remember a lot of the stuff from season three. So no, we're, like, either. doing, it is, like, we're, we're part of the fandom. We're doing this, but we're also, like, going yeah. at this, like, through a view of, like, with fresh eyes in a way. At least that's I know true. I am. The, no, this I season am. especially. Um Oof. So, like, I kind of, like, I don't hate the, like, weird little, like, imagined ghost of, like, this kind of, like, thing to bounce off of it. But, yeah, like, at least it's cool. something. Cool, like, I, I'm into that. I hope that doesn't yeah. go away. Um, but a lot of it felt very telling. I'm going to kind of sum it up very for you with text. So. Not much subtext. And then when there was subtext, it was, what's going on? It drove me mad. No, absolutely. The heavy-handedness of it and the, like, just the moments where I was like, I feel like this scene was unnecessary, or I feel like this entire, like, piece of dialogue was unnecessary, or, like, this could have been so much simpler, so much, like, not what we're used to. Move us along, move it along, move it along. It was just all trying to move it along. We gotta be a new character, we gotta do this. Underestimating the intelligence of, like, the audience or something, I guess. It just frustrated the heck out of me. No, it's hard, and, like, the last episode was all Hannibal. Yeah. Nobody else was in it. And then this one, yeah, Hannibal's yeah. in it. Yeah, like, sorry. Yeah. None of like, like the big four. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Alana, the you know, like the big five. Jack. Alana, Abby, Jack, Will, Han- like it's just Hannibal, right? right? Loved it. Yeah. Um, and this one was like, okay, now it's just Will and goes to Abby. Yeah. And Hannibal's in the distance, like hanging around, but he's never really there, right. except in the flashbacks. What's up? Um, I don't know. It just didn't. No, you're right. It was, and I guess you could argue that it's like the counterbalance. Like the first, the first episode was all about Hanny's relationship with Will and how, through his recollections of mm-hmm. Abel Gideon, realized that he needs Will and there's mm-hmm. no one to replace Will for that relationship and actual true kind of connection he has. Because mm-hmm. Abel's kind of speaking truth to Hannibal. Yeah. So now we have the inverse of that. Where now we have Will mm-hmm. trying to reconnect with Hannibal, but it's, it just. Maybe because Will's relationship with Hannibal is so much more muddied because Will actually has morals and, like, right. something that, that he's struggling with. It just, I don't know, it felt less of, like, a what's good. It felt more of, like, what's going on. And then there was just a lot of summing it up. It was. It felt like, it, right, it didn't feel like what's going on. It felt like, I know what's going on and, like, why is it taking so long to get there? Like, yes. why, like, I already know that Will is going to reconnect with Hannibal. Like, it was like, blah, 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 okay, okay, like, what's happening? And I think if the first episode was the sum up stable Gideon and then, like, less interesting Hannibal stuff, it would have felt worse. But yeah. because spaced in between this exposition of Gideon talking to Hannibal in the past, we have, like, crazy threesomes and, yeah, like, yeah. weird Bedelia and dancing. You're like, yeah. I'm like I'm a, yes. this is a festival for my eyes and senses. Yes. It makes it a fun episode yeah. to watch. You're like, that's Whereas what this one, you're is. like, okay, got it. Good, okay. okay. And then, like, it just, yeah. watching Will and Abby talk is not very engaging. No, but it's like, 
it's like Will's subconscious version of Abby. So it's not yes. even like really Abby. I mean, it was. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I respect your score. <laughs> no, no, no shade there. I, I was just. This is like this and potage. We're gonna put down at the yeah. bottom. Ugh, rough stuff. And apparently, oof the uh, the Molly Molly. Shannon one people write really down low, but I actually love that episode. I love that episode. I love that episode. <laughs> because I love Molly Shannon. I love Molly Shannon. <laughs> okay. Um, please follow us on Twitter and interact with us at FButchersPod. Our website is theethicalbutchers.com and send us an email at ethicalbutcherspodcast at gmail.com. This was recorded, mixed, all of that, edited um, by us, the Butchers, Jack and Melina. Mm-hmm. Um, our wonderful theme music is by Sean Hills. And our logo design is by John Larson. All right, y'all. See y'all on the flip side. Take it sleazy. Take it sleazy.